0: Run the Army's race in person at the Pentagon. Army 10-Miler General Registration is now open. Go to Army10Miler.com to register today. General Registration presented by General Dynamics. Register today at Army10Miler.com. The Ravens are the biggest winners in the AFC Northeast Offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. Yeah, yeah, the reality of it is, those guys can in play. In the AFC should watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback and J.K. Dobbins, who I think could be an All-Pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL and a top five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo, yeah, what it is. Welcome back to another episode of At The Bank. A Baltimore Ravens podcast, Doug. Yo, we already know, man. If you are not already subscribing, if you haven't already done it, let me just start off there. Please like, share, subscribe the Grid Network, yo. That's the only way you will find at the Bank of Baltimore Ravens podcast here on the Grid Network. So if you're looking for that great news, that great show, and that great host you know, <laughs> you know. I mean, all you gotta do is just follow the grid, like, share, subscribe, man. I guarantee you, that'd be different. Into the grid, I guarantee you, yo, we got great shows over here on the grid. Not only at the bank, you feel we got covering it up with Bryson. We have all even podcasts. We have Clutch Sports Talk uh, that airs every Sunday. We got uh, Outside the Cage if you into MMA. We have the Form. Uh, for the NBA and if you are a Laker fan and if you are a Raider fan you feel me we also have a Raiders podcast called the Raiders Roundup so you know I mean like I said you'll to be different you'll enter the grid you'll where you can find different shows different personalities different creators and if you're of that same old stuff on the other channels tune into this one you feel me so as we already know yo the Ravens Uh, In a dog fight this weekend, we go up to the dog pound. We in Cleveland where we face the Cleveland Browns on Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m., man. And it's going to be one hell of a dog fight because, like I said, the North always, always beat each other up every single week. I mean, every time we get a chance to play each other, you feel me? So in my opinion, I think it's the most talented, most uh, gruesome, aggressive. Uh division in the NFL, in my opinion. You know what I mean? So, and we got the Cleveland Browns this upcoming week. And like I said, it's going to be a showdown. It's going to be a dog fight, man, because you know they call this out the dog pound. And you know, once Ray Lawson was here, who let the dogs out? You feel me? So that's why I said it is going to be um a, it should be an interesting game, man. And the last time that we played the Cleveland Browns, we lost to the Browns. Uh, late in the season, I think it was like, what was the score? What was the score? The score was 13 to three. The last time we faced Cle- uh the Cleveland Browns and Lamar was injured. We dealt with a whole lot of injuries, uh, towards the end of the season. You know, Lamar wasn't there. We had Tyler Huntley as our quarterback. Tyler Huntley didn't, uh, wasn't really moving the ball that much. Uh, wasn't able to score a touchdown that last game we played him, so we owed him an ass whooping. And I feel like this is the week that we're going to give them that ass whooping that they really deserve. You feel me? But, um, speaking of, of dishing out ass whoopings, we got a new edge rusher coming to the rave who came to the Ravens on Wednesday afternoon, man. And he's been around for a little bit of time. Uh, he's been from I think he played with three different teams with like the Dolphins, the Patriots. And um the Rams, no, the Chargers, it was his last stop. You feel me? And I feel like he's gonna be a good key addition to the Ravens because we need another edge rusher, we need somebody that can get home to the quarterback. And that person is Kyle Van Noy. Yo, if you don't know who Kyle Van Noy is, man, let's get introduced to the guy a little bit. You feel me? Kyle Van Noy is is one hell of a edge rusher, you feel me? And I think he's going to do justice, and I know a lot of people is probably thinking like, "Man, we got another old head as um uh, uh coming in for the Ravens, man." And don't get me wrong, yes, I I, I kind of thought the same thing too. I was like, "Man, we need some fresh legs, need some young juice uh back there." But our young fresh legs and juices is pretty much on will not be playing. But you know, before I get ahead of myself, man, before. I, before I get there, let's talk about Kyle Van Noy, man. And like I said, his last stop was with the Charges, and with his char- with the Charges, he was able to uh, combine for forty six tackles, sixteen assisted, five ta- uh, five sacks. Pretty decent, you know. What I mean, not not nothing that you know you feel like like wow, but hey, those five sacks, man, can be added on to the, uh, what the Ravens need because um, remember last week. Kyle Hamilton, who's, who is our safety, letters us in sacks. You know what I mean? If I'm not mistaken, I believe that our DBs are leading us in sacks this year. So we need somebody that can bring some pressure. Um, and and don't get me wrong, uh, Kyle Van Noy should be able to bring some pressure. He's, he's like a two-time Super Bowl uh, champion, so he knows what it takes to actually Win games and go deep into those, uh, into, season, go into the season, going to the postseason. So, bringing on Kyle Van Noy will be uh, a great key addition because, like I said, the last dude that we felt like was old and was kind of out of his prime a little bit was uh Houston, and we seen what Houston was able to do for us in the organization, man. Houston was. Most most definitely uh he set the what he had what like, 10 sacks last year before we let him go, man. And I kind of wish we would have brought him back, but Kyle Kyle Van Noy is gonna have to do this shit because he's rocking Houston old number wearing that number 50 this year. So um I'm thinking that Kyle Van Noy with the um with uh uh J- 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 Don Clowney. Those two can really set that edge, and I feel like this is really going to do some good things on that edge, man, because, like I said, uh, since Clowney has came uh, to the Ravens, he has been in quarterback pressures on the team, number one. Quarterback touches on the quarterback, he's coming in number one. And um, the most defensive snaps, I believe he's coming in number three. So we're getting the most uses out of Clowney. And now I feel like we put another big name or another star name on the opposite side of Clowney, man. That I feel like this this edge rush can get somewhere. You feel me? And we most definitely got to get to Watson this game because we can't let Watson get loose. We can't let Watson do anything. So, um, Chris Van Noy has been signed to the practice squad. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that he will not be playing this week uh, against the Cleveland Browns. We we can most definitely use him next week against the Steelers, but. That's the that's another episode for uh later in life, you feel me? Um, but I, I feel like Van Noy is going to be a good key addition, man. Um, like I said, he, he has the I, great IQ of the game, he, ha- he is a two-time Super Bowl winning champ. Um, and I'm hoping that he can stay healthy because that's been our major problem, and we only in week four. It's that injury bug, it fucking bit us again, man. It's like Golly, what is it going to take for us not to keep getting bit by this injury bug, man? Because I feel like that this is one of the main reasons why um, we always – what's the word? What's the word? We always dig ourselves into the hole and inside of a hole that we it's hard for us to get out of. It's dealing with those injuries, man. So um, I'm hoping that Kyle Benoit can come in. He can stay silent. He can stay healthy. And he can most definitely produce – on that outside edge, man. I can't wait to see what he brings to the table when it comes to him adding on, um, and him getting added on to the team, man. So can't wait to see how my guy does, man. And 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 I'm hopefully, I'm hoping that he bring on some noise, man. So speaking, and, and another reason why we had to sign uh, Kyle Van Noy, man, is like I said, the injury bug. Injury bug has bit us again. And these are the people who would not be playing this Sunday, man. There's some big names. Of course, we know Marlon Humphrey, who is very, very, very close to coming back. Hopefully, we have him back next week, man, because I just seen a video clip that Marlon Humphrey was out there um, dancing around, showing that he got his feet back, he's able to do it. So I'm pretty sure it's all about conditioning and, and getting him back into rotation. So I can't wait to have him back, man. Um, another some other key players that's going to be out. We got David Ojobo, as I alleged that. Um, our outside edge rushers are hurt, <laughs> and that's the one of the main reasons why we bring in uh Kyle Van Noy, man. It's because that uh, we can't stay healthy on that edge, man. So, Ojobo would not be playing this Sunday, Rashard Bateman will not be playing due to hamstring injuries, man. And And we got some questions, we got to talk about him soon, man, because I'm starting to see. Um, a lot of a lot of things is floating around about him being a bust, and and I I have to I'm not gonna give him that title yet. But whew, my man, you 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 straddling that line right now. OBJ um, will not be also be playing this game due to another uh, another week of him dealing with an ankle injury. Um, as we I alluded to, once we signed OBJ that. It's Gonna be times that we probably don't see him. We don't expect to have him all year round. So, and I'm 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 hearing some little fake rumors that it's supposed to be oh, he might be out for the whole season. Not going with that, not falling for it. So, man, I that wide receiver room is getting a little thin again. Um, and last but not least, man, um Odafe Owe also will not be playing this Sunday. Due to, um, I think he had been either hand strangled knee, uh, problems and we already know I had questions about Oway anyway. Um, I feel like that he has to, this is his season that he has to turn this corner. He have to man. And if he cannot turn this corner, man, I, I, I feel like he's going to be there on the outside looking in, you know, um. Like I said, I, I'm a fan of Shorty. I feel like he has that potential. He has he has what it takes to beat that, that good that good edge rusher. Somebody that you have to put prepare for every game, every week. But you can't prepare for somebody that's not playing. And that's where my downfall um always is, is either He's not making an impact on the game or he's not playing. And, and that's really hurting his stats, his status right now. And then, like I said, when it comes to the end of the season, man, it, it's going to be a flip of a coin, whether he stay, whether he go, whether we go look for some more uh, edge rushers. It's just they're just too much for me, man. And I'm really hoping that um Oway can really turn this season around, man. He has to. Him and Ojobu has to really turn this season around. Ojobu has a little bit more wiggle room. Than always, but Owe, man. You, you, you most definitely got to turn this season around, man. And if you cannot turn the season around, I, I really don't know how what are we going to do, man? <laughs> we can't. I feel like sometimes the Ravens, when it comes to pass rushers, edge rushes, that we got to go with the older crowd. Like, I feel like we can't draft right when it comes to. Um, these edge rushers, man, and and like I said, I, I I believe in a way. I feel like he can be that guy, but at times, man, he, he's just injury prone, man, and, or he's just not putting an imprint on the game like he's supposed to, and like how I would like him to. You feel me? So, um, there we go on the injury key on the injury updates, right there, man. Let me tell you about some questionables who uh, who is really questionable about playing. They still haven't had don't have full answers for. For them yet. Let's say, like Kyle Hamilton, he's dealing with a back injury. Um, I'll shoot I'll start from last week, man. I really hope he, he can play, and I will think I think he will play this week. Um, but he is questionable. Tyler, I'll send a Tyler Lindenbaum. It's questionable. I feel like that he's on the right track. He didn't practice pretty much all week. Um, I'm hoping that he's most definitely gonna be able to shoot up because uh I I I really like Tyler Lindenbaum. I feel like once he's getting inserted back into that offensive um that offensive line, that he's able to be the pass protector that Lamar needs. He needs his center. He needs somebody that can get the ball to him. Not that damn shit that happened last week, the when the ball never really left the ground. The center has to be able to get into Lamar's hands, perfect and right. And I think Tyler Linaubamba and, and Lamar has a good chemistry. So I'm hoping that Tyler Linaubamba is playing uh, this Sunday, but I understand that if he can't make it, I totally understand, you know, we need him towards the end of the season. You feel me? Marcus Williams, who everybody has counted out, who thought that he was not going to be able to play this week or even play this season, come back this season. He is questionable. He was in full practice last yesterday, man. So that's a great sign that Marcus Williams is actually making his way back. It's showing that um our, 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 uh, Um, strengthening, conditioning, and training staff is doing a good job this year. Because remember, we was we was dead last. We had an F minus. You know what I mean. So I'm glad to see that he's hopefully he can make a comeback and have a and can stay for the rest of the season. Um, Ronnie Stanley is doubtful. That's another topic, man. Because um, I feel like that um. Once upon a time, I said that he can be or potentially the top five left tackle right now. I can't really defend that right now because he's never in the lineup. He has to start being the lineup to, uh, to assert himself more to actually me fighting for him. Um, but he is doubtful. Hopefully, he can come back, um, especially if him and Linda Bomb can come back at the same time. Will be dope. Will help Lamar out because Lamar need all the protection that my man can possibly get, man. Because it's been a little shaky with that offensive line. Offensive line has been kind of shaky. So, before I move on to uh, to the next segment of the show, man, let's, let's see. I got a comment. And my comment is from my from my OG, OG Mac, man, saying, good morning, good brother. What it is, OG, man. How are you feeling this morning, man? Hey, man, like I said, man, if y'all would like to comment, keep commenting in the comment section. I guarantee I will get to it. You feel me? So, now that you know, I didn't give y'all the injury update. I gave y'all um the new player that we now bringing on to the Ravens. He's been signed on to the practice squad. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about some of the things that we need to look for out of our offense and our defense, man. So. I got, of course, I got my offensive keys and I got my defensive keys. And we're going to start off on the offense side of the ball, man. Because I feel like the offense side of the ball has a couple of things they have to get right, man. And for us to go deep into the season, us to make this postseason. And the first thing I would like to see is that ball security, man, and turnovers. Ball security and turnovers is a major, major thing that we have to focus on. This upcoming week, man, ball security, number one for the ball security, because we already know who are we playing against on that defensive line. One of the greatest or one of the great edge versus that's in the game right now. And Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is balling, man. Miles Garrett can arguably be, be one of the defenders that can I, take this defensive player play the year uh, award home. Have you already seen how Miles Garrett was, you know, playing with the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line the first game of the season? Like, you know, twin legs, twin legs, you know, with the Euro step and all this other stuff, he can't do that shit on us. Offensive linemen, once you see Miles Garrett, I understand that Miles Garrett is a, is, a, is a freak of nature. It's almost against man against boys at times, but we have to make sure that Miles Garrett does not get comfortable. You know what I mean he can he can't do with the things that he likes to do you feel me um because once he start being disruptive uh disruptive and getting to the backfield and stuff like that turnovers can happen ball security is a must man we had Lamar fumble twice last week we had uh what's my guy name um that just Ken Drake fumble as soon as he got into the game man so ball security has to be Top priority because we already know that, that they are going to be doing the peanut punch or they're going to be trying to rip that ball out. So you got to protect the ball and you got to make sure, Lamar, man, once you start stepping up into that pocket, you got to hold. You got to go back to like high school, my guy. You got to hold the ball with two hands, holding the ball like a loaf of bread. And like you don't care or is a or is a, a egg or something. It's not going to work. That ball is going to keep getting smacked and stripped every goddamn time, man. So ball security has to be a major key for us, man. That's the only way that we can also win that turnover battle. If we can um, not commit so many turnovers, we can most definitely win this game. And I already stated the number two thing that obvious is don't let Miles Garrett go out. Miles Garrett has the tendency to take over a game. We already seen it. We already been, uh uh have got the exposure of it and everything. So, like I've been just mentioning, we cannot let Miles Garrett take over this game. If we can control Miles Garrett, yes, I understand Miles Garrett is probably gonna beat the defenders a couple of times because the, the the great edge rusher that he is, but at the same time, man, as long as we able to uh keep a block on him, have our tight end chip him, have our running backs chip him. To kind of make sure that he doesn't have full steam ahead coming towards Lamar. And we always, always don't miss this open this block assignment on him. I'm pretty sure that um Mike, uh not Mike, um Todd Munkin and John Harbaugh is pretty much focusing on Miles Gert. It's not to downplay anybody else on their, excuse me, Cleveland Browns defense. But Miles Gert can change the game as I keep alluding to. Miles Garrett can take over the game. So as long as that we can keep Miles Garrett in front of us and, and, and not going all crazy, I feel like that we can we can win this game. We have a way better chances of winning this game, man. Um, number three for the offensive keys, man, is injuries. We have to find a way to come out this game healthy. We can't have a lot of we can't have a no more big names, we can't have no names going on this injury list, man. We have to bring find some way that we have to. Uh, play physical, play fast, but also play smart, so we can make sure we have our um, our full strength team coming into the next week. Because the next week is, is another bone bruiser a bone bone bruiser. You feel me? So it, it's we we got to take care of some things. We we got to make sure that our bodies are right, man. So please, please, please take care. We got to make sure that our players come out uh, injury free, man. Because if we I feel like if we take another hit on a key player that goes on this injury reserve, man. Oh man. I don't know what type of what type of dog fight the Ravens is going to be able to put up, man. So we gotta stay healthy. We gotta stay right, man. All right, before I switch it over for the defensive side of Keys, man, I see I got another comment. My guy Brandon aka Arkansas 501. Ronnie Stanley got to go after this season. Ooh, you think so? That's a that's a tough thing. Um, don't get me wrong. Um, with my man McCurran has been doing his job ever since uh, Ronnie Stanley has been in and out this um, lineup, and I think that this is a proving year for Ronnie Stanley too, my guy. Um, I honestly think that Ronnie Stanley, the Ravens always have the tendency of paying somebody, and then once they pay them, they feel like they ain't they ain't they don't have to do as much anymore. Um, and I feel like Ronnie Stanley has living off his name with what he did in college in Notre Dame and what he did in his first couple of seasons as a Raven. Um, like I said, that he was knocking on the door of arguably being one of the one of the best uh left tackles in the game. So Ronnie Stanley most definitely gonna have to have a breakout season once he's coming back um off this injury, man. And, and if Ronnie Stanley can't get it together. Brandon, man, I, I might be riding with you on this one, bro. You feel me? I, I might have to consider, think about this one because, like I said, there's no reason to keep paying a high power, uh, a high no reason to pay for a left tackle if he ain't gonna be blocking for your high your high paid quarterback. It's no reason he has to be here because now I'm starting to think like, damn, should we have cho- should we have stayed with Orlando Brown and not trade him to Kansas City? Maybe we should have just. Pay Orlando Brown and have him and Ronnie Stanley battle it out for that left tackle position. You know it, that's what I'm starting to think now. Even though that Orlando Brown is not having a good season with the um, Cincinnati Bengals right now, but in my opinion, I, he fit he fit good with the Ravens. He was doing his he was doing his thing. I understand that he didn't want to play right tackle and we was depending on Ronnie Stanley, but starting to think that we should have kept um. We should have kept Orlando Brown, man. And, and I feel like Orlando Brown would have been a good um, addition for us. You feel me? So I can kind of see what Brandon talking about, man, as far as Ronnie Stanley might have to go after this season, man. So let's switch it over to the defensive side, man. The defensive side, man, I feel like we we the defense is, is, was able to do their job last week. But I felt like if the defense is out there way too long and if the offense is not able to, swing the momentum to the Ravens way, man. The defense, that's when the defense gets stale, the defense get a little bit old, get a little bit of rusty, and and they 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 let teams end the games that they shouldn't be in the game, honestly. So the defense most definitely gonna have to try to pitch another good game. Um and the first thing I'm looking for in the defense is get home to Watson. We have to get home to Watson. We gotta find a way is that we can get home to Watson that the Cleveland Browns will have a long a long game. Um, they don't have Nick Chubb who was their, their top offensive guy. You feel me? Nick Chubb, as we all seen, took an, uh, uh, injury to the knee and he's done for the year. You know, I, I hate to say that, you know, as the Raven fan, I will always love to go up against the best, one of the best running backs in the game. But as the true Ravens fan, I'm kind of glad that he's kind of making our game plan. This a little bit easier, a little bit. Now we got to make sure that, um, Uh, uh, Kareem Hunt doesn't have a career game also, but at the same time, man, we, we, we most definitely going to have to get, um, get to Watson and we're going to have to most definitely stop the run. We got to stop the run. That's the one of the most important things that we're going to have to do. Nick Chubb is not there. So we should be able to control that run game. Our rush defense should be able to stop the Cleveland Browns this week. You know, this is not the Indianapolis coach like last week, how Zach Moss had pretty much mossed us. We can't let that same type of energy, that same type of no-rush defense happen. We can't. Our rushing defense, the big guys, the nose tackle, Michael Pierce, um, Justin Matibike, uh Brogdon, all of y'all are going to have to stop that run, clog that middle up, make the running backs bounce to the outside, man. Cause I think if we can clog the middle up and stop that middle of that offense uh, of the run game, we will be successful. We gotta we gotta be physical. We gotta be able to put helmet on the helmet, shoulder pad on the shoulder pad. Gotta make sure that we are here. You feel me? So I feel like if the Ravens can most definitely control the line of scrimmage on that defensive side. The Browns can have a long game, man. Because I'm still not sold on Deshaun Watson, uh uh being the guy that can lead his team uh by himself. I feel like I understand, yes, they got Amari Cooper, but if we can be able to slow down Amari Cooper just a little bit, this who who Deshaun Watson is gonna be able to pass it to? That tight end, uh, what's his name? Adoku is it. He's like a hit or miss. One minute he's there, then the next minute he's not there. You feel me? So, but it's not to sleep on him. We most definitely can't sleep on no Cleveland Brown tomorrow because, like I said, we gotta be able to make sure that we finish our opponents. We gotta finish our food. We can't leave no damn leftovers on that plate, man. You feel me? So, I'm I'm, I'm hoping that the Ravens can most definitely get to Washington and stop the ball, man. Stop the run, and then on the uh. On the third key I would like for us to do is create turnovers. That's the only way that you can rattle offense in my opinion. If you create turnovers, that all that momentum have to keep swinging to the Ravens. And if that momentum is keep swinging to the Ravens, the offense has nothing but to do but have they got pressure on it for them to do nothing but score. They have to score. You know what I mean? And then once again, we can't leave points on the field. I understand that wasn't part of my top three, but that was like number four. Can't leave points on the field, and we can't give points up. So that's number that's four things that I gave y'all for the Ravens to watch out for on the offensive side. That fourth thing is you can't leave points on the field. And the fourth thing on the off on the defensive is we cannot give up points. You can't. You know what I mean? So, like I said, man, if the Ravens can follow this this recipe. To success, I feel like the Ravens can win the Cleveland Browns and win this dog fight that we got against the Cleveland Browns. You feel me? So it's it, it just simple things. It's, it, it's just a little simple things, man. You know, wrapping up on tackles, open field tackles, bringing down a quarterback, creating turnovers, and then on the offensive side, man, be able to move that, um, move the chains, move the sticks. Get the Cleveland Browns defense frustrated. Get them aggravated. You feel me? It can it, it will work. So I'm 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 pointing the fingers at Todd Munkin and Mike Madonna this week. Y'all got some y'all got some things to clean up. Y'all got some homework to do. Y'all got some studying to do. Y'all need to make sure y'all give out the great resources that I know y'all can give out to the Ravens and make sure that we come victorious uh, tomorrow. We have to, we have to, we have to keep, we have to win every division game. We already want to know in the division against the Cincinnati Bengals, we got to beat Cleveland and then we got to beat Pittsburgh next week. These games is a, I have to, Is a must. I understand this early in the game, but the quicker you get up on your division opponents, the easier the road can get to the playoffs. Got to take care of the division first. And that's why I said that this, this, game tomorrow it's going to be a dog fight who let the dogs out you feel me so if the ravens can follow this i feel like the ravens can win tomorrow man and before i wrap this episode up man i got some more comments that i would like to get to uh my man brandon came back and said yes orlando brown's also draft a left tackle yes I, I most definitely feel like that we should not have let orlando brown go and maybe drafting getting to the draft next year for a left tackle could be a smart thing for the Ravens to do, man. So um I really think that Ronnie Stanley, he, he he has to step up this week. He had to step up for the rest of the season, in my opinion. Not just this week for the rest of this season. And my man Brandon came back and said, What hurts the Ravens on this on the outside is the Ravens could not stop the outside run. Yes. You know, what I mean, and I, I can agree with you on that one, also, Brandon. It's like we're going to have to show up that run. If we can stop the run, I feel like the Ravens have the game. We just have to show up that run defense, that rush defense. And like I said, because you want Watson to throw the ball 40-something times. Because once the quarterback starts throwing 40-plus times, he's going to make a mistake. He's that, that turnover can most definitely happen. It's, it's bound to happen. So, I'd rather for us to put the ball and understand that we are hurting on the DBs. Yes, we are hurting, but we're not hurting that bad. We was able to go against the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe, uh, Joe Burrow and Jamal Chase and his crew, you know, so I believe in our DBs are doing what they, they doing the best that they can. And I feel like that the only way they're going to get better, if you keep putting pressure on them. So let Deshaun Watson throw 40-plus times tomorrow, and I feel like our DBs can win, especially if Marcus Williams is playing and Kyle Hamilton is playing. Oof, don't get me wrong. Geno Stone has been doing his thing, but I, I just feel a little bit more comfortable and a little bit better if I got my man Marcus Williams back there. We paid him a lot of money last year, so we, we, we need to see some results out of Marcus Williams this year, so – I appreciate everybody who tuned in, man. Check uh, I appreciate everybody who, who left comments who uh been commenting on my uh um on this episode, man. Keep running it up, you feel me? Don't stop just because the live stop. If you feel like the comment something that we need to discuss in the comments, man, keep it going, you feel me? Keep it going. Oh, I got another comment before I let it go. My man Brandon E is on the roll. Lamar Jackson got to connect. Got to connect with Todd Monkin to give Lamar Jackson the place, but he got to connect with the receivers and got, yeah. And and I feel like Lamar has made a good chemistry and good connection with um, Zay Flowers, big play Zay. But with that connection, I'm starting to see that Mark Andrews is not getting integrated into the offense a lot due to, yes, he is coming back off that quad injury. But I would like for us to use Mark Andrews a little bit more, um, to 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 open up the wide receiver. Cause as we've seen our wide receivers getting a little thin, um, you know, to this week, we only gonna have Zay, Devin DuVernay, um, Nelson Algalore, um, and 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 some couple of guys that I think we we had brought up from the practice squad. But yeah, most definitely I feel like if you can get your connection with Mark Andrews um quicker. And earlier, I feel like that will open up the things for the wide receivers. So Todd Monken must definitely need to open up that game plan and get uh, Mark Andrews the ball just a little bit more. At least we got to target Mark Andrews, I want to say, at least seven times this game. And Mark Andrews have to at least come down. Out of those seven targets, Mark Andrews had to come down with at least five. He has to. That's the only way I feel like that the Ravens offense can really make an impact on this game. Not just try to be all cute and just think that the the wide receivers had to do all the job. And the great Mark Andrews. That's all I'm saying. You feel me? So, like I said, I appreciate everybody that commented. Shout out to OG Max. Shout out to my man Brandon for uh, being in the comments, man. And like I said to everybody else, if you didn't uh, catch this live stream, man, make sure you still leave comments. I still would like to interact with um everybody that what you think about this episode or what you think that the ravens should do in this upcoming game against the browns you feel me keep it running keep it coming you feel me so like i said i appreciate everybody make sure y'all tune into the ravens play the browns tomorrow check your local listeners um whatever your channels or whatever is going to be on and whatever city y'all in, you feel me whatever state you in check that out check out the ravens i feel like the ravens will beat the browns tomorrow uh, I'm going to give up the score, 17-14. I think it's going to be a low game, not too very high. Any other time I pick the high score, I think the Ravens is going to do it. They didn't do it. So I think this is going to be uh, um, coming down to the field goal. I'm hoping Justin Tucker can hit this uh, don't miss no field goals tomorrow. So my prediction score is 17-14 tomorrow. So if you all think that the Ravens is going to win, give me your prediction score in the comments. If you think the Ravens is going to lose, also, give me your prediction in the comments, you feel me? So, it's not—it's nothing to be mad about. Be biased, about. We accept all. So, you already know what it is, Flockers, yo. You catch us. You can catch me every Saturday, 10 a.m. right here on The Grid on YouTube, man. Make sure y'all tune in there to be different. And, and as always, yo, big trust. Because why would you trust anything else? <laughs> I'm out. Flockers.